We continue to rock on. Thanks for hanging out with us on Shadow League Radio. It's your boy, Mark Gray. Glad to have you along for the ride. Remember, as always, you can hit me up at the Sports Groove. That will be Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And we're going to reach into your bucket list right now. That's right. I've been there already, so you need to add this to the bucket list. There's a great HBCU classic in Memphis, Tennessee, a town rife with uh, African-American history. And sandwiched in the middle of all that in the month of September is a great college football game that just happens to be sandwiched around an event that stands with no other. It is known as the Southern Heritage Classic. Traditionally, it features Jackson State and Tennessee State, and for the 30th consecutive year, my next guest has been the guy at the front who has taken an idea and turned it into the fabric of Memphis, Tennessee. Glad to welcome the incomparable Fred Jones to our quality broadcast product as we continue here on the shadowleague.com. Fred, thanks for taking the time to join us, my friend. How are you? Mark, I'm, Mark, I'm doing well. Just awfully busy. You know, classic has got to be a really, really big event and takes a lot of attention to make sure that everything is going well. Yeah, some of us of a certain age know that when you cross the bridge, if you will, into the world of the 30s, the the years pick up in pace. This is the 30th anniversary of the Southern Heritage Classics inception. Does this seem like that 30 years has whizzed on by? Uh, no, not really. I mean, this is part of a bigger picture for me. I mean, this is my... 49th year for being in the entertainment business. So, you know, when you take that 49 and, and, and inject the 30 into it, it just seems like, okay, you know. It's, it's been, it's, it has been and continues to be a, a tremendous ride, and I'm just fortunate enough to be able to work with all the entertainers over the years and these two great institutions, Tennessee State and Jackson State. So it's 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 been fun. It's a long time, but it's been fun. Yeah, a couple of different things I want to touch on inside that answer. First off, talk about the type of entertainers that you have worked with because it's a pretty much who's who of people who cross the demographic spectrum from baby boomers to millennials, with those of us who claim Gen X in between? Well, you, you know, it's, you know, start with Isaac Hayes, uh, the Isaac Brothers, OJs, um, Luther Vandross, Prince, Michael Jackson, the Jacksons, uh, just to name a few, I mean, I, I could we could be on here a long time if I just took the whole list. In fact, I yeah, that's a podcast on its own, right? You know, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and but it, it's it's been 
It's been a, a wonderful experience. It con- continues to be. I'm, I'm working with Gladys Knight and Jeffrey Osborne and Keith Sweat and Joe and and Tamia this year. So you 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 working with and have worked with the the best in the business. So you know that's a. Uh, a story and a great experience, and you know that alone, outside of the classic. Fred Jones is our guest. He is promoter for the 30th annual Southern Heritage Classic, HBCU football personified, ladies and gentlemen. Great bands, great flavor, great town. Check it out in Memphis, Tennessee. If you haven't been. It is certainly a experience that you have to add to your bucket list. And let's talk about Memphis for a second. Known for Beale Street and the Blues, BB King, barbecue, the whole bit. What made you think 30 years ago that Memphis was a town that was ready to really have an event that would jump off like this? Well, let me just say this on the front end. Memphis is celebrating their 200th anniversary this year. But Memphis is my hometown, and I've been busy traveling all over the place and being involved with the different entertainers we mentioned before. And I wanted to branch off into something else uh, in addition to in addition to the shows, I wanted to, you know, bring sports and, and entertainment together. And I wanted to do it in my hometown. And as you know, it's very difficult a lot of times to do things in your hometown. But I thought it was work. Uh, a lot of naysayers didn't believe it. And um, I think even today, 30 years later, people still can't believe that you survived 30 years um, because, of, you know, it's just Memphis had all the ingredients, especially with these two schools. I mean, one school is 200 miles south and one school is 200 miles north, and, and Memphis sits right in the center, and it just makes all the sense in the world. and. Lo and behold, we we still here 30 years later. And for people around the country who don't know, when you have a classic, it not only is about football, it's about being embraced by the community. All year round, you will hear people, and quite frankly, black people refer to it as the classic. I don't care if I'm talking to Penny Hardaway, he'll talk to you about the classic. He knows about the classic. Or whether you're talking about, you know, name your member, say, Mike Conley, who used to play before he was traded to Utah. He knew about the classic. That's an interesting piece to where it has become a part of the community. Do you sense a great deal of African-American civic pride, so to speak, in the success of this event and how the people in that town look forward to that weekend in September every year. Absolutely. That has been 
probably the foundation for the event that has become uh, community-wide participation and community-wide acceptance at every level. And as anybody will tell you, it's very difficult to get that. It's very difficult to get people to buy into an, an event. It's, you know, it comes once a year, oh, well, here it comes again, you know, but it's with great anticipation. And if you are here, which you have been before, the level of excitement in the community is absolutely tremendous. If you come to the classic, the week of the classic, and come any other time, it's a lot different. The, the excitement level that week of the classic is just tremendous, and that is again the foundation of why we've been able to to thrive for for thirty years. And it should be noted that you're one of those places that has an international tourist draw. Well, at least several of them. Uh, you know, where Elvis was born to one demographic, but of course, Beale Street plays to everybody. And then there's, you know, the place where Dr. Martin Luther King was assassinated, uh, which is all a part of the Memphis community. So for when you are able to carve a niche like you did, that had to have been a uh, tireless and laborious effort, huh? Well, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't dragging down on you. I mean, you know, you, you know, like people were the naysayers. Well, you, you just keep doing what you're doing, and you'll get them. And we've done that. But again, when you can think about Memphis and think about the the institutions that you mentioned, the Graceland, the Beale Street, National Civil Rights Museum. Uh, you can think about the mentioned Stacks records. It has a great museum here. Oh man, how could I forget that? That's bad on me. <laughs> and then you I had know, I had I had uh, Memphis barbecue on the brain. We didn't get into you know the uh, the you know hometown arguments over rendezvous, Corky Central, all that stuff. So you got to understand. Well, you, uh, you got to give me a mulligan on that. <laughs> well, at least you at least you didn't ask the question. <laughs> Well, you know about that. You can answer the question yourself when people ask. Hey, hey, well, you know something I learned a long time ago, Fred, that you stay right down the middle on that one because you can't go wrong either of those places, bro. <laughs> <laughs> well, you pick one and the other two are going to be upset with you. <laughs> well, you know, that's what, what makes it make it so beautiful when people will come in town and ask you, say, well, what is the best barbecue? Where it's very difficult to, to ask us a Memphian what's the best barbecue because anywhere you go is the best barbecue. I mean, all of those places you name, they are great. They're internationally known. People come in town, they would have seen it on the Food Network. And again, that's what makes Memphis you, has this uniqueness and the classic has blended right into that uniqueness, you know, and and and, and everybody has responded to it, not only no, locally, but we have a lot of people that come in from the classic. I know from Chicago, from Atlanta, from New York, uh, from northern Texas, uh, from Florida, 
they come in every year, and it's because of these combination of things that we have here. So in addition to the classic, you have all of these other things that you can participate in. And that what makes uh, HBCU Classic Weekend and HBCU Classic Weekend. It's bigger than just a football game. I remember one year, and I'll share this with you. I don't know if I've ever told you about this. There was a year maybe four or five years ago, there was a Floyd Mayweather fight that was after the game. And what ultimately happened was we uh, stuck around in the parking lot <laughs> after the fight to, well, after the game, to watch the fight, you know. And it was the most amazing thing that I'd ever seen because there were still 40,000 fans outside with mobile homes who had been tricked out with flat-screen TVs having the satellite dish bring in a pay-per-view fight, and we were sitting out there cooling and watching the games. I mean, that's just stuff that doesn't happen at conventional college football games on any level. So at that moment, I was like, okay, this is this is something unreal. Uh, what's, are there any experiences over the last three decades that, that stand out like that as far as this game is concerned from your perspective? Yeah, but Two, two of them that I, I tell the story a lot that happened. One is a guy brought his big screen TV. It might have been that year. And he had, it was new in the box. He took it out the box. And the box was just sitting there on the, with a brand new big screen TV that he watched it in the parking lot. And the other one is... This guy called me and Fred, Fred, I'm, they, they won't let me in. I said, do, do you have your pass? I got the passes, but they won't let me in. So we, we got him in. What he was coming in with was a daiquiri truck. <laughs> he had a truck that was delivering his daiquiris for his tailgate spot. For his <laughs> a whole truck. <laughs> So, hey, that was a fun place to be right there. Yeah, you know. but, but, but he again, that's what makes this unique, that it's, you'll see some of everything with the food, with people have plenty to drink, all kinds of music. You can hear Tupac and Johnny Taylor and B.B. King and, 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 and anywhere in between, all types of music. But the big thing is that you don't have to know anybody to enjoy the experience. In other words, you could go to this person's tailgate spot. They will invite you over. Hi, do you want something to drink? you want something to eat? What music do you like? I mean, they're very accommodating. And that's what makes all of this so beautiful. Fred Jones is our guest. He is the longtime promoter of the Southern Heritage Classic. And if it's not on your HBCU bucket list, it needs to be. Uh, the Classic Weekend is from September 11th through the 14th with the game on the 13th at the Liberty Bowl. And you can log on to southernheritageclassic.com to learn about the history, to book your hotels, 
just to find out what's going on. Because when Tennessee State and Jackson State get together, they got big fan bases. They got their own unique flavor, and they got two uh, hellacious bands, which, again, Fred, falls into the category of questions you don't ask because there's a no-win answer. And these are annually two of the top ten bands, whether it's the aristocrat of bands from Nashville or the sonic boom of the South from Jackson. Halftime and the fifth quarter, my friend, is simply, uh, shall we call it indescribable? I mean, I've never been able to get up in the morning on Saturday and make the parade, so I'm sorry. Never never seen that. You can understand for obvious reasons. But <laughs> we start talking about halftime and the fifth quarter. Yo, let's just say it's crunk a little something, right? Yeah, it's, uh, again, that's part of the experience. And let me make one correction. The game is on the 14th, September 14th, uh, at 6 p.m. But that's part of, you know, everything that you talked about is part of of the experience. And this year we add uh, an experience at the game during the, during the pregame. We're going to have about 300 young ladies from the, hip-hop majorettes of the South that's coming all around the area are going to put on a, a halftime, a, a, a pregame show. And so we're incorporating a lot of things into it, but it's just the, simply the experience that you get coming to the Southern Heritage Classic. The hip-hop majorettes of the South. I am writing that down right now to do some extensive research because – I got to give the people what they want, and there's a visual for you right there. Hip-hop majorettes of the South. Oh, my. Anyway, <laughs> uh, Fred, r- real talk these days, though, um, the challenges that you're facing right now, because uh, a lot of people have seen, certainly around the country, uh, with the exposure that the games are getting on TV, uh they're choosing to chill at home and watch the games. Uh, it seems like where corporate America once understood the value of the African-American marketplace, uh, guys have been hit, you know, uh, in the world of from ethnic marketing dollar to multicultural. What are the challenges that you're facing right now as it relates to, you know, how your corporate partnerships used to work? Are people, you know, because – because I know a lot of people who've been doing a lot of things, and I live in D.C., okay, or just outside D.C. So I watched how what seemed to be a game that could progress to in the next 30 years to be like yours has between Hampton and Howard just couldn't get, you know, the kind of support. Uh, it, is the climate different than it was when you launched 30 years ago? Are there uh, challenges uh, that you're facing right now that uh, heretofore we thought had been eliminated and given that you have a track record of success shouldn't be an issue any longer? Well, let me say 
the answer part part of the question about thirty years ago. I mean, I started this with you know with just me. Uh, I got one sponsor two weeks before the event, uh, but I've been very fortunate to uh, the largest. Uh, private employer in the state of Tennessee is FedEx, which is based right in Memphis, has been a, a classic sponsor now for 25 years. Uh, so they, along with, I could name others, uh, you know, just the major ones like AutoZone and Nike Carrier Corporation, Coors Light, and Tennessee Highway Department of Safety. Um uh, but what what has happened is that it's kind of ebbed and flowed, and it's kind of ebbing right now, you know. And it, if you stay in it long enough, which we've been able to do, things kind of have a tendency to come back around. But it's more of a challenge today, and that challenge is there are more there are more opportunities to to do other things. So it becomes important to us to put forth an event that people will want to see and want to be a part of. When I'm talking to young people, I say, you know, I started the classic, very little email, no social media. Uh, very few people even had a fax machine 30 years ago. And they How about that? You, yeah, they all look at you like, really? How did you do what you able to do well that's part of you know of the growing and we have all of these things now but we didn't start with it so as an event all the people today young and old have so many other opportunities uh, they have and the same thing with the sponsors they have a lot more requests for their support. So it becomes important as an event organizer that you put forth a product that that people want to participate in and their sponsors say, okay, we're cutting the budget back, but we're going to make sure we keep you in because you got a good crop, crop, you know, you got a good product and you got great presentation. So it's really tough because there's so much more competition for people's dollars and sponsors' dollars as well. So it's kind of is on the event to produce a quality event where you can be competitive against the next guy who's trying to get the same trying to get the same amount of money that you're trying to get or some money from sponsors. Yeah, you said the best, uh, good product, great uh, reputation, and you got to give the people what they want. What do people want from a classic, Fred? You've been at this game 30 years. Uh, there's not a HBCU in your town per se. You're in close proximity to a couple, but, you know, it's not like, let's say, Nashville that has TSU there or Jackson, which is the home to Jackson State. So give me a sense of the ingredients that – make that gumbo boil, so to speak? Having fun. I mean, if people have fun and smiles on their faces, then you get, you get part of the battle one. Uh, 
okay, you know, and and we got three different elements that come into play with with the classic here. One, you had the people from Tennessee State that follow Tennessee State, people that follow Jackson State, and then you have people that follow the event. I'm coming to Memphis for the event. My family is there. My my line sister line, you know, uh, the Greeks uh, organization. They they meet here. You have a, a family reunion or a class reunion that might be from high school. They all meet up as part of the Southern Heritage Classic. So you have a group of people who are who are having fun, smiling, having love for each other. And therefore, if they feel good about themselves, they can, you know, feel good about the event, and that's kind of what we have to work with. As we wind it down with Fred Jones, the promoter of the Southern Heritage Classic, the annual HBCU football contest between Tennessee State and Jackson State, the weekend begins on September 11th. The game is on the 14th, and you can find out all the information so you can purchase your tickets, your hotel, uh, learn more about it. It's it's a good old-fashioned cat fight when Jackson and Tennessee State get together. They got bands. This year they even have the hip-hop majorettes of the South. Shameless plug for that organization as I look to Google to try and learn more. Uh, anyway, Make sure you check it out at southernheritageclassic.com. And just on the periphery, Fred, Tennessee State has dominated the game, but the Jackson supporters still show up. That says a lot about the flavor of the event, I guess, huh? Well, you know, from the Tennessee State side, you know, we want to keep winning. From the Jackson State side, well, it's been this year, and, People don't forget that they came within one player winning two years ago. Uh, of course, we didn't play the game last year. It was canceled because of lightning. But um, it's 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 still a close uh, in terms of winning and, lo- and losses because in the beginning, Jackson State was the dominating team, and they had the same conversation from Tennessee State: when are we gonna win? When are we gonna win? So. It's always that great anticipation. It's and this year is the third game of the year, so you know it, it's going to be the year. And again, you know, with all the things that we talked about earlier that Memphis has to offer, um, and the chance to get together and support their schools, um, you know, people continue to come, and so. We're ready, getting ourselves ready, you know, for them, and and hopefully that everything will will go, and people can come and have fun and smile. And those of you with the uh, RVs and the motor coaches and all that stuff, they got massive parking space. Okay, so you can pop a tent on Thursday night, Friday, and just cool out on the grounds and have almost as much fun as you would inside that building. 
Look, I've had the honor and privilege to call that game for national radio on several occasions, and it is a totally different kind of flavor. And I think that really the sustainability of classics is the ability to embrace and show off the best of what your town has during the course of that moment. And Fred, quite frankly, you are able. You've been able to do that, my friend. Uh, no matter what happens, you have definitely been been able to uh, pull that off. And about 2019, as you celebrate number 30, when people show up this year, what do you want them to take back home as a, you know, virtual? souvenir, if you will. You know, that Memphis is a great place. Uh, that the, the, the Southern Heritage Classic is a good event. But I, I, my thing overall, and I think I've said this three times, as long as you're having fun, as long as there's a big smile on your face, then our job we have accomplished our job, okay? And and people ask, well, is there anything new? Well, you know, there's Jackson State, there's Tennessee State, there's the Aristocratic Bands, there's the Sonic Boom, there's the Tailgate, there's the Parade, the Fashion Show, which is celebrating 29 years. All of these things are, are, are staples and almost institutions within the institution. <laughs> right. So it, it, so that's I want them to take away, you know, that we have a lot of things to offer in Memphis, and then how we execute it, you know, they'll tell us, you know, and, and I'll tell this quick story. We have one group of fans that come every year, every year, and they send their money in three days after the event is over. So, well, say four days. By Wednesday, after the classic football game, they're getting ready for next year. So that just says a lot, uh, you know, about the trust that they have in the classic and the willing, their willingness to participate on an annual basis. Yeah, that was just lets you know, you know, three days to detox and then like, okay, let's start planning for the next weekend coming up in 362 days. Don't forget this year's Southern Heritage Classic will be played the weekend of September 11th through the 14th at the Liberty Bowl in Memphis. And you can log on to southernheritageclassic.com to learn a whole lot more. Memphis got it going on, and I'm telling you, folks, I'm a believer. I've seen it with my own eyes. <laughs> I know what's going on down there. And, oh, yeah, by the way, the food is ridiculous, y'all. Just, you know, go vegan the week of because when you get there, you're going to definitely get your grub on. Fred, best of luck to you. Look forward to uh, – seeing you down there once again this year, my friend. And I was just thinking about how you were talking about you launched the classic in the days uh, before the fax machine. And I'm thinking to myself, fax machine these days, 
different spelling, but it equals to a new generation, social media and the Internet. Isn't that crazy how yeah, this thing it, has evolved? And that's <laughs> the thing about it. You know, I, I, again, when I'm speaking to the young people, I, you know, I tell them, you know, you can start, so you don't have to have everything that you in the that you think you need to get started with something. I mean, this was an idea uh, that just started with wanting to prove that I could do it and wanted that I could prove I could do it in Memphis. But all the things that you have available to you already today in 2019 was not available then. But look where we are. So this next 30 years, not only for the classic, probably won't be here, obviously, but but the whatever your goal is, whatever your dream is, you have a lot more to work with uh, than we had starting with the Southern Heritage Classic. So yours should be bigger and better than the classic ever, whatever the classic is today. Your idea should be bigger than that. So uh, just have at it and, and just take what you have and, and the sky's the limit. I'm thinking about a new Jeopardy category, bro. You know, things that make the Southern Heritage Classic great for a thousand, Alex. And then you can fill it in with any one of a number of answers that would probably work. Here's the incomparable Fred Jones, the 30th annual Southern Heritage Classic. Comes up the weekend of September 11th through the 14th, 2019. That is in beautiful Memphis, Tennessee. Jackson State, Tennessee State, going to get it in once again at the Liberty Bowl. Remember, log on for all information at southernheritageclassic.com. Fred, it's always a pleasure. See you down the way uh, in September. Can't wait to be there, my friend. Take care of yourself as always. Thank you, Mark, and look forward to uh, for you to be there and and all of America. You know, it's, it's a, we can, we can accommodate you. Just come on down. And that's gonna close the book on this edition of the podcast, boys and girls. Special thanks, as always, to our executive producer Yusuf Khan. Thanks again to Fred Jones, the promoter of the Southern Heritage Classic. Thanks to you for joining us. As always, you can find me on social media at The Sports Groove. Giving government name, Mark with a K, Gray with an A. And as always, give somebody you love a hug tonight. You may not get a chance to do it tomorrow. Till next time, it's your boy Mark Gray, and we are out.